It's time for Unpopular Essays on Sports History with your host, Oz Davis. Question. Who invented baseball? On April 2, 1908, Chicago Cubs president Albert Spalding made an announcement of earth-shattering importance to the game of baseball. Spalding was a huge name in the game, having played for over a decade before helping form the National League. Then, player managing his Chicago White Stockings to the championship in the inaugural season of 1876. Not uncoincidentally, that same year, Spalding Sporting Goods, still the sole official supplier of baseballs to the major leagues, was founded. And just prior to the opening of one of Major League Baseball's most exciting seasons ever, Spalding announced the findings of the Mills Commission. I claim that the game of baseball is entirely of American origin and has no relation to or connection with any game of any other country, except insofar as all games of ball have a certain similarity and family relationship. Specifically, the commission had discovered that a Civil War general named Abner Doubleday had written rules for official organized baseball in Cooperstown, New York in 1839. This game of legend would have been played seven years before the acknowledged first official game between the New York-based Mutuals and Knickerbockers at Elysian Fields in New Jersey. It certainly appeals to all Americans' pride to have had the great national game of baseball created and named by a major general in the United States Army, and to have that same game played by the soldiers of the Civil War, who, at the conclusion of the war, disseminated baseball throughout the length and breadth of the United States, and thus gave to the game its national character. It certainly was quite the appealing story for a country bursting with a new patriotic pride espoused by President Teddy Roosevelt. It was also a complete fabrication. The Mills Commission was created almost entirely in response to newspaper articles written by England-born Henry Chadwick, the first great baseball writer and revolutionary statistician. In 1904, Chadwick wrote that the first organized team was in fact that of the Philadelphia Olympic Club. The Olympic played town ball, which was simply an American edition of the English game of rounders, which I used to play 65 years ago when a schoolboy in England. Almost from the start, holes in the Doubleday story were easily punched. In 1839, for example, Doubleday was a 20-year-old student at West Point Military Academy, 150 miles away from Cooperstown, New York. Ultimately, 90 years passed before any tangible link between baseball and General Doubleday was found. This by a Civil War historian in 1998, a requisition for, for baseballs and bats for his troops in training. Still, Doubleday was one of the great diarists of the 19th century, and in some 60 volumes of personal journals covering most of his adult life, Plus, his known personal correspondence, not a single mention of baseball is ever made. The previous episode of Unpopular Essays on Sports History recounted the aggrandizement of William Webb Ellis, ostensibly the creator of rugby football, albeit incidental. As with creation of the Double Day Myth, the Webb Ellis story was a product of a commission of gatekeeper types looking to keep its sport rooted in local tradition. 
the commission for each discovery based key conclusions on a single eyewitness's testimony decades after the Genesis event took place, where the setting for each instantly gained in international prestige, particularly the village of Cooperstown since 1937, home to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And in our present day, neither story is widely believed in its country of origin. Artificially created historical events seem to have little sticking power. And by the 100th anniversary of the National League's formation in 1976, the Doubleday story was basically laughable. So, who invented baseball? One answer might be simply no one, which would be to acknowledge the game as a product of accidental evolution and slow standardization of rules, in a uniquely American way even, if the patriotic angle is needed. And the more interesting question might be, do sports even need origin stories? Next time, the greatest, the greatest sport, sport ever, ever invented. invented. This has been Unpopular Essays on Sports History a production of the Sports History Network. I'm Oz Davis, thanking you for listening, and tune in in a couple of days for another unpopular essay.